The Tiger Daniel Podcast, brought to you by Snow's Furniture. Scotty McCreary is on 98.5 The Bull with Tiger and Daniel. Good morning, guys. Have you ever been watching a, uh, like an old Western, and in the old Western, somebody might say something to somebody else, and then everybody else clears away from the table because they're about to get into gunfight yes, or something? Yes, it's like uh, you see that a lot, where everybody's skedaddles because there's something going to go down. So a little skedaddle this weekend. Really? Mm-hmm. Saturday night, you mentioned earlier how I was out kind of late. We were at a bar on Brookside. It was me, your wife, a guy named Drew. And uh, all of a sudden, I look up and I see people skedaddling. And it was the bartender and a customer. Mm. Now, what do you think was going on? Hmm. What could two people possibly be arguing about? Yeah. Uh, they didn't make the drink strong enough or something. Mm-mm. No. Would you think it was two men or two women? Two women. Two women. Lady bartender and another lady across the bar, a customer. And they had words. And all of a sudden, I look up, and everybody runs away from where they were. And I was like, what is going on around here? Well, it turned out the customer had called the bartender a cuss. Oh, really? The bartender hears it and goes, hey, I heard you call me that cuss. Would you like to step outside? <laughs> and the customer goes, no, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. And then the lady goes, well, then you need to leave. And she's, the customer said, well, I, I apologized. You know, I said I was sorry. And the bartender goes, that's not good enough. So either we can walk outside and you can bring it, or it's time for you to go. The lady ended up leaving. Oh, man. You probably would have wanted to see a fight and all that. I don't know, man. I mean... Back in the day, you did. I remember going out with Thig, and if two people got into a fight in a bar, which makes me almost sick to my stomach and nervous, this guy was runs toward it wanting to see what's happening. I, w- I didn't want to see a... F- well, I didn't encourage a fight. Like, I didn't say you encouraged it, I would but rather them not have fought, but if Please. there's a fight going down, I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. Do you salivate whenever you'd see a fight about to happen? Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed... But this must have been a vicious fight because the way people cleared away from this these two women, I'd never seen anything like it. Yeah. That's something. So this was real late at night. People were imbibing by this time, I'm mm-hmm. sure. And then she said, I don't care if you've apologized. We're either going to go wow. out back here. This was like an old West Cowboy Western. How did the lady leave the bar? Did she leave in shame, or did she, like, oh, give yeah. the bird as she left? Or no, 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 like no, no, no. If she had given the bird, that lady yeah, would have like come behind her. the bar and body slammed her. Yeah. That's I'd the- never seen this. And this was a tiny lady that was, you know, that just goes to show you that doesn't matter how big you are, it's the kind of the attitude that you come with when mm-hmm. you're trying to threaten to fight. I don't think I would be very intimidating. This lady said, you, you're going to leave, or we're going to go out back. Wow. And then the, the other lady was probably about two foot taller than the bartender. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she had to walk out of there with her tail tucked between her legs. And now I'm sad I didn't go out. I would love to see that. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull. You got Tig and you got Daniel. And you tell me about this uh, trip you went over to uh, France and uh, England. You said there was a big bed bug problem over there. And that put bed, bug, bed bugs on my radar again. Like, do you think you go to a hotel now and not check for bed bugs? Probably not, but I remember being a kid and they would, they was just saying, like, what would they say? Like, good night and check for bed bugs or something. Good night, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. That's right. And I go, what the hell is a bed bug? And I I thought that was a thing of like the old past, but then they they came back. And remember, like, you have to go put your sheets in a garbage bag. I can no longer go to a hotel room and it could be a five star hotel. I'm still going to get 
a little flashlight out and check for bed bugs. Yeah. Have you ever even actually seen bed bugs? I never have, but have. my wife is like super into checking and she pulls up like the corner of the mattress or something. And what are we checking for when we do that? Little like organisms. Like you can actually see the bug itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you looked for like little tiny dots of blood or something. Could be that too, but I mean, if there's something, if there's an anomaly on the the sheet, I think you're worried about bed bugs then. But we always checked, and they were pure white sheets. But um, I was concerned. And you know that bed bugs that they bite you, it makes you insane. What do you mean? It affects your brain chemistry. I haven't heard that. And you go nuts. It's not rabies like that bad, but you will actually like lose your mind if you get bitten by bed bugs. In other words, you'll feel like phantom itchiness or something, or it has a chemical that makes you actually go crazy. It makes you insane. Hmm. Not just like the itching isn't the issue, I don't think. It's the uh the It's 985 the Bull with Tig and Daniel at 647. Hey Daniel. Uh, how long have you been married now? You've been married a good ten. Almost 11 years. Almost 11 years now, so you're probably uh, very lucky you're not in the dating world anymore. I see that uh, a guy in Miami went on a first date, went to a restaurant with a woman he met on Tinder, one of the dating apps. She got angry that he asked to split the bill. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? If you go out on a date, is it now still required that the guy just pick up the bill? Is it okay to, to split the bill on a date? It is 2024. What do you think, Tig? It's been many years since Tig's dated, so he probably doesn't remember. Yeah, so I'm coming from, like, old school. Like, you know, when I met my wife, I didn't have Tinder. Like, I actually had to walk up to her and strike up a conversation. I couldn't just slide into her DMs. So, but I've always thought, and maybe it's sexist, I don't know, but on the first date, I thought the dude paid. Some people feel that way. Some people think, hey, it's uh, now. We go out on a date. Just we can split, split it, up. it. Well, the problem is they start to argue about it. They continue to argue about it in his car. And uh, he posted a secretly recorded video of the exchanges. Here's a little clip of the uh, kind of argument. Why are you splitting the bill? Well, I mean, it's our first date, so I thought we should maybe go hot. I can't believe you made us split the bill. I mean, you ordered an appetizer that I didn't even touch. Why do you think that I should okay, pay for Okay, but you asked me out. I know, but you ordered something you that I didn't. You asked me out. All right, I'll just take you home. All right, see ya. Bye. Uh, frankly, I'm more shocked that if this was the first date and they'd met online, that he went to her house to pick her up. I would imagine that if you meet somebody online... You'd rather meet them out. You meet them at the restaurant. So this this smells a little hinky to me. Something... Uh, she has a good point in a sense that he did invite her. So, like, if my neighbors were throwing a, a party and they said, Ty, come over... I wouldn't want to go over there and then they say, oh, by the way, when we ordered fajitas, here's your bill for it. You know, he did ask her out. It seems like he's kind of hosting, right? I kind of agree with you on that uh, since whoever does the inviting should probably do the paying. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, somebody invites you to their house and they send you a bill for the wine that they had there. Well, that's complete. What? That's completely different than a date going over to somebody's house for a dinner that they prepared and cooked at home. This, they went out on a date. I don't know. I just feel like if like if she would have invited him, maybe she pays. But, man, I don't think that couple's going to work. It yeah. didn't seem like they get along that Also, long. he couldn't just uh, pay the extra 50 bucks just to avoid the, I, I mean, I, the that's argument. That's what I would have done. Like, don't go out with her again, but also don't. I'm getting red flags all over this thing. Don't uh, Then don't secretly record a lady 
in your car either. There's something creepy about that guy. I, I don't like him. Yeah, I, think I don't I've, like I've that guy. I don't like him. I don't like her either, though, by the way. <laughs> you don't like anybody you, in this situation. So, but you're glad now not to be dating. Oh, Could you imagine yeah. you now in the dating world now? And I talk to people who are trying to be in the dating game or in the dating game, and it sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was hard. Like, it's always hard to approach a girl or whatever, but nowadays I hear that People get on these dating apps, and guys just want one thing, and... Yeah, it wasn't like that when you were growing up, was it, Tug? Well, it, there was more humanity to it, I would say. I mean, oh, you actually, yeah. I had to, I mean, I had to approach, like, people won't believe this, but if I wanted to talk to a woman, I had to walk up to her okay. in a bar and then get rejected Congratulations. in public. But don't act like, you Now know, you get rejected in private. This generation invented, you know, people wanting one thing. No, I mean, I, I don't disagree with your what you're saying. I'm just saying... How you have to approach somebody is totally different. And and also, social media was around when you were dating. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. MySpace was around. I remember you had a MySpace page. Yeah, but I didn't use it to, like, throw Hail Marys to girls. You never one time sent a lady a message on MySpace. I, Can we it, get a lie detector in here? Hey, Man, I wish we had the budget for that. I'll say this. <laughs> Back then, it was almost weird like, if somebody said, how did you meet your girlfriend? And you said, on the internet, people thought that was very strange. Mm-hmm. Now it's the normal thing. Right. Right? Well, I think any uh, technology that ever came along, people probably thought it was weird that well, you talked to a lady on there. Like, uh, I imagine you used to write love letters, and you had to mail them off or whatever, and that was very romantic. And then the phone came along, and people were like, well, how did you uh, meet your wife? Or uh, we, like, we talked on the phone. They're like, ugh, the phone. My, my mom went through that, that uh, she would have a boyfriend call her on the landline, and my grandmother said that's what hussies do. Oh, he just spoke on the phone. Yeah, like who who asked somebody on a date on the phone? So when the phone came along, that was weird. Then the internet came along, that was weird. Now it's normal. I mean, is that what happened when pencil and paper came along too? Uh, cavemen were like, letter, <laughs> woman, Ugh. me, cringy. It's not a five the bull. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and hello, Daniel. Uh, we did a, another Tig and Daniel $20 bet yesterday. Your son, Mac, was in the studio because TPS had canceled schools, but uh, he's back to school today. And we did the $20 bet. He had to throw a foam baseball through a ring light. He got three chances. No one's won the $20 bet yet. Have you realized that? We need to start adding more to the Tig and Daniel bet each time. Yeah, I mean, I've gone through five of the $20 bets that we put on TikTok, the Bull Tulsa, and uh, I still haven't conquered any of them. Uh, People were saying, though, that we should have given him, I guess, or I should have given him another chance. Why? Because he got so close. (laughs) But, like, you go to the casino and you almost get blackjack. You don't get Yeah, I mean, if you're playing a baseball game and you don't throw a strike, they don't give you an extra chance. Let me tell you something about your little son. He does not like to lose. Yeah, he hates So much so that I felt bad after doing it but i can if he doesn't complete the task give him the 20 dollars anyway but he did get so close if you go see this tiktok at the bull tulsa should i give him another chance actually you know what we watched the video yesterday of him throwing it he claims the first one went through it did not you can go see it for yourself right now the bull tulsa tiktok uh it did not go through he says i mean this kid i don't know what it is it didn't come from me his competitive side or whatever he he claims he swears that he got the first one in. Well, don't you think we would have noticed that? And go look at the video, that? and I can't even argue with him. Uh, I watched that. I, I watched it this morning again. Let me see. Let me go see it right now. We can all go look at it together and see. We need like a uh, an umpire. If you umpire games, it's you can uh, TikTok go see. on the Bull Tulsa. And uh, if you look at the first throw, it looks like he got it in. It might. Like we missed it. Absolutely not. 
I mean, I was there, man. I was too, but you look at the video and I'm like, did we miss see something? You got to go see the video because he, like, I almost couldn't defend it. I said, I, maybe you did. Now you've got me second guessing <laughs> myself, and I know that it didn't. <laughs> so confusing. What makes you think that we would have uh, missed it here? Uh, maybe we weren't paying total attention. You were busy videoing it, and I was busy, like, making sure that he knew what was going on. I'm going to watch it frame by frame here and see, because there's no oh way that uh, I what wouldn't. Are you, Steven Spielberg? Here we go. Dang, it sure does look like it went through. <laughs> but it, uh, it he, claim, he claims it went through. And I don't know, maybe you guys can go comment, but uh, he swears it went through. And I said, no, it didn't. I was there. We would have caught that. But now the video's up, and I, I'm not even sure anymore. Let's do this. Uh, do a song. Go watch the, uh, the TikTok, and then somebody that has an eye for this kind of thing. Let us know if he made it or not. If if he did, I'm going to feel terrible because the guy was really upset. Uh, here's Eric Bam. I know he's already watched it. So uh, why don't you take this, Doug? All right. What's hey, up, Eric. Uh, Eric? Did you watch this TikTok? I did. I watched it. I thought it went through, too. But the guys, I'm telling you, it I didn't. Watched it. That's, he I watched it, and I, I shared it just trying to help you guys out a little bit. Yeah, I shared it this morning and watched <laughs> it, but I, I thought it went through as well. So, yeah, I, I yeah. How are we gonna? No, I think you owe bucks. Uh, but we were there, and it and it didn't. Well, I mean, I, there's video proof that it did. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't so, think I was watching it as closely as I should have. And he he got all upset. He's like, dude, the first one went through. And then I said, he, no, let's watch you the video. Tell look on his face. He thought, yeah, he thought it went through too. I I did too. That's why I was like, wait. Are we just denying the kid 20 bucks, or what's the deal? Listen, I would never deny a child $20 on camera. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, I I want to ask you a question real quick, Ty, while I've got you on the phone, because I was thinking about it from last week. You mentioned that your son likes grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And when you said that last week, I was thinking, like, like on the outdoor grill, but you mean, like, on a fry, like, frying pan. And, and my wife, Megan, turns out, she's like, oh, my gosh, I was raised and loved those. So really? you butter it up and just put it on the frying pan? It's like uh, it's like how you make a grilled cheese, except the uh, ingredients are peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, you do it in that the kitchen. That sounds awesome. That's what he likes. I need, we need to, we I don't need need to try that. Now, have you heard of doing a grilled cheese with mayonnaise instead of instead of butter? Yep, because uh, I'll use that if I don't have butter because it helps, like, burn it or whatever on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I you know, I'll let you guys go. Have a great morning, but All you right. owe the kid 20 bucks. All right, I love you. Love you. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> uh, well, so if we see the video, I don't know. Maybe there's some people that are, like, really good at this stuff. but I need an, I need an efficient now because I'm starting to second-guess it. It's on the Bull TikTok. Uh, we'll play a couple of songs and get back to this. Somebody weigh in. Let us know. Tiger Daniel. Uh, it's not a 85 The Bull, but that's on the – TikTok. Tyke has the hardest time. Listen, the Bull Tulsa's TikTok. You'll see the video. All you don't right. have to. Thank you. Go okay. look at the videotape. Shut up. What is the... It's 98.5 The Bull with Tyke and Daniel. Um, from time to time on TikTok, we uh, do this $20 bet. And it's stuff like I have to make a, a, a long basketball shot or, you know, throw a baseball somewhere. And I never win this, but my son came to work with me yesterday because Tulsa Public Schools was closed. It was an emergency. I had to bring him to work. 
And so you gave my son, Mac, an opportunity to win $20 with another $20 bet that we do. You had to throw a foam baseball through a ring light. Uh, the video is at the Bull Tulsa's TikTok page. And this is showing me that I would never want to be an umpire or a guy that has to make calls on the field. Could you imagine if we're having a debate this this morning, whether or not the ball went through the ring light and it's on video and we still can't seem to decide. Could you imagine if you were the guy that had to call the Super Bowl or some college football game with a high stress situation and the game is on the line and you got to make some kind of call? And we can't even agree on this call and it's on video. He claims he made it through. You can go watch the TikTok right now. He simply didn't. The Bull Tulsa TikTok. Yes. Um, he's actually calling right now, my Let's son. Let's do it. You want to talk to yes, him? Yes, please. He claims he made it through on the first shot or the first chance. You said he didn't make it, but all evidence shows he he made it, which is weird. Hey, what's up, Mac? It made it through. You, you say the first throw made it through. Mm-hmm. Are you telling a story? No, I think I made it through. Uh, well, Mac, first of all, take another giant bite of breakfast. But I'm telling you, in the video even, whenever you first miss it, you don't celebrate or anything. You you stand back and you, you realize that you didn't make it through. I think what happened is you went home and watched the TikTok, and now you think you made it through. No. No, no, no. <laughs> you said you, uh, it missed. And I was like, no, mate, that, that made it. No, you don't say that in the video. You don't even celebrate after you get through there. And now you say, Ty, people are also texting you and saying he made it through? Well, on, on the comment, if you go to the Bull Tulsa on TikTok, on the comments, everybody says the first one, basically it's a bet, $20. We set up like this circle in the studio. If my son made it through the circle. Through the ring light. Yeah, the ring light. And, and Matt claims he made it on the first try, and he doesn't understand why you don't give him the $20. I made it through. We're going to investigate further, Mac. You're not going to embezzle uh, $20 from Are me, Are you pal. trying to swindle an 8-year-old? He's trying to swindle me. <laughs> Good for him. All right, Mac, I love you, boy. I know you got to go to school, but uh, we're going to investigate this further, okay? Okay. All right, have a great day. I'll if see his it. mom gets a vote, I definitely think he made it. Uh, guys, I'm just telling you that he didn't. Watch his reaction when it... Brittany, watch his reaction when it when it doesn't go through the first time. He doesn't celebrate or anything like that. He's kind of like throws his hand down. He knows he didn't make it. I watched the video yesterday, and when I saw it, I was like, he made it through on the first time. Where's the 20 bucks? Yeah, Daniel's a, he's fleecing a eight-year-old. I didn't make that. Daniel was the one who said it didn't make it. Yeah, Daniel immediately said he didn't make it, so... It, Mac was just taking his elders' word for Listen, it. Listen, oh. another thing, I wouldn't be, uh, I don't th- say a word in that video. Yes, you did. You're like, I missed. Is All that right, true, well, Tag? I, I, I don't I know, know what's doesn't happening. doesn't sound like me. I'm making the TikTok and I go, oh, that missed when it clearly showed it on the screen. Anyway, enough tomfoolery. Go watch the video and then you can decide. The Bull Tulsa on TikTok right now. I've also got more proof. Uh, a lady on TikTok, Tatum.Dolan2, said she watched it in slow-mo. Didn't make it through. Here's even more proof. I've watched this thing like the Zapruder film about 100 times now. Um, if I've got audio over here, Ty, you throw it. You're watching, and I want you to listen to what you say after the first pitch. Are you ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, pretty close. Ooh, pretty close. Now, what but does now that I'm mean? I'm second-guessing it because, like, the video shows it went through. This is my proof right here. 
All right. Pretty close. Pretty close. All right, well. And you've had LASIK before. It's like instant replay in the NFL. We got, oh, we got I don't know what you're out. going for over there. <laughs> um, this guy plays clips off of YouTube. He's so cheap, he won't get the YouTube premium, so he can just play it with no ad. So we have to sit there, and he has to watch an ad for, like, Cialis before uh, he can get the music up. All right, so uh, the videos at the Bull Tulsa oh my God. on TikTok. Did I say it right that time? Just say go see the TikTok of the Bull Tulsa. All right, and uh, you guys decide. It's, it's quite a uh, We're moving on. I'm not going to sit here and think about this all day. Uh, yesterday, we had asked the question if uh, the Statue of Liberty was in New York or New Jersey, and then I had to sit there and think about that all night. I'm too dumb for this kind of stuff, Ty. I don't like it. If you like look it. at the map, the Statue of Liberty is in New Jersey. Sorry. I want to go home and enjoy myself today and play around in the fog. I do not want to sit here and wonder if he made it through the ring light or if uh, New Jersey or New York has the Statue of Liberty. One thing that's simple, Daniel, is that we know we're giving away Hardy tickets at 740. Yes, thank make... God. The 98.5 The Bull fight. Here on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Corey Kent, 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel at 725. It's going to seem like an obvious question, but I think the answer to this question is different for everybody. And I'll ask you, uh, in, in your opinion, Tig, what is the smell of clean? Pine saw. Is it pine saw? Uh, you never hear anybody, anybody using pine saw anymore. They need to bring it back. I mean, I don't. It hasn't gone away. Just nobody's using it. Hmm, too bad. Uh, so I was wondering from people, 918-879-9898. When you think about the smell of clean, and it always, for some reason, goes back to our childhood. When we think of clean, that's mm -hmm. the smell of clean to us. A lot of people, it's pine saw. Um, I'm a pine saw guy, but I don't know if it's because of our, our generation. I think a lot of people now are using that Fabuloso. Yeah, there's that too. Is that what you use at your home, Fabuloso? I bought a gallon of fabuloso 10 years ago it's still there <laughs> like, like you, you don't have to use that much you know uh, so do you you use the uh the amount on the label or you just i raw just dog it, it man Me i too. just i just guesstimate i get that uh, mr clean and it says uh, oh like a cap full of it uh-uh <laughs> yeah. i go a little I, crazy I go crazy yeah that's right so you want to know this morning daniel yes what in your opinion is the smell of clean, 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. It's Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull. Got to say, it's so weird to walk outside. It's 38 degrees and it feels warm. But uh, I guess that's because we've been so used to zero degrees. Good morning, guys. Tiger Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, you had a question this morning. I was just wondering, and I think it varies from person to person, what, in your opinion, is the smell of clean? And it seems to always go back to when we were kids. We developed our idea of what the smell of clean is. So you say in our formidable years when our brain is developing, whatever we thought was clean back then still lasts into your 40s. Yeah, and you said you felt like uh, it was pine saw for you because why? Uh, they used to mop the cafeterias in school, like elementary school. And it just had that, you know, I don't know, it just seemed like clean and sterile and yeah, like, good stuff. like also bleach is the smell of clean, right? Yeah, that's another one. So uh, you're taking calls this morning, 918-879-9898. What is the smell of clean to you? Hey, what's up? This is Ty. Ty, all right. So uh, what is the, uh, Dana, what's your question? What is the smell of clean? 
Clean. Uh, I'll go with Pine Saw. All right. Well, yeah, Pine, Pine Saw is up yeah. there, like, all the time. I think it's because when I was, like, a kid, they used to mop the cafeteria in the elementary school with it, and it, it did smell good. Hey, who's this? Hi, this is Cynthia. Cynthia, in your opinion, what is the smell of clean? Fresh linen hanging on a clothesline. Oh. That's my that's my version of clean. And does it always Bring go it in the house and go, go ahead. Does it all does it go back to your childhood? Is that where we all uh, got the idea of the smell of clean? Yes. My mother hung clothes on the clothesline and I still hang them on the clothesline. Do you really? Yeah, you bring them inside, and that smell just, that aroma just goes through the house. So do you have a dryer at your house, or do you always just go outside? Yes. <laughs> no, I love using the dryer. So the you... wintertime, we freeze-dry the clothes and then bring them inside. Wow, look at that. Like, you know, yeah. maybe we should all get a clothesline. Oh, yeah. Can't live without it. Love it. I'm too, I'm too lazy for all that time. <laughs> you got to go out there and pin them up. And yeah, stuff. yeah, you hang them out there today in this um, fog. They ain't ever going to dry. No, no, they won't. But they drew, They dried last week during the, the cold. They were freeze-dried, and then you bring them inside. Wow, that's interesting. And it really, Wait. yeah, it was really, it smelled really good in the house there. Well, we got to try that then. Get a clothesline. What's a clothesline cost? Eight dollars. It's I just mean, a string, man. <laughs> it's a free dryer. I, I, what are I we doing? I think a lot more with the with all the cost of uh, the scrap metal. It's probably a lot more. But anyways, I just want to give my opinion. Well, thank well, you. I appreciate for the call. that. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You bye too. Bye bye. Tyke and Daniel on ninety-eight five The Pool. Semi-glutide medications are all the rage these days, Tig. You see it in the news. Uh, let me tell you about Revelex from Red Mountain. It's a brand new product, and it's like they've taken the semi-glutide medications and improved them. Uh, first of all, I don't really like to inject myself. I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of needles. Revelex is a daily tablet that you can take, and it gets rid of most of the side effects. Another thing I love about it, half the price. Yeah, how about that? And plus, what they're saying here is that with Revolex, this new formula that diminishes side effects, you still get that weight loss benefit. You can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. That's 15 pounds in 30 days. And if you're like us, you'd like to look a little better, feel a little better, all you have to do now is dial pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. It's Revolex, and you can get it today. Keyword, Red Mountain Weight Loss, when you dial pound 250. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Welcome in. It's the Bull Fight, Daniel. And here we've already got two contestants on the line. They seem like lovely people, but for the next uh, few minutes, they're going to be vicious enemies. That's true. We've got Zoe on line one, Alex on line two. Zoe, a fourth grade teacher. How are you, Zoe? I'm great. Uh, did you your school canceled any this week or business as usual in Bixby? I don't think she's in Bixby. I think she's in Tulsa. Zoe, can you hear us? Yes, you cut out, but I can hear you now. Okay, you're in Bixby or Tulsa? I'm in. I live in Tulsa. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so business as usual for you this week, or you had to report to school? Business as usual. I had a snow day on Monday, though. All right, so she had the first day off, and then uh, also on the line, who do we have? Alex. He's from Bixby. Yep. I do know that. And uh, 
You say you own a lawn business, Clean Clippings. How do we get a hold of you if we want some clean clippings? Uh, you can find us on Facebook or you could contact us on Google. Okay, Google or Facebook. Tyke, I used to own a, a lawn care business. Do you remember this? I remember, and I remember the name of it, I think. Because it's a brilliant name, is it right? Alex, are you ready to hear the name of my lawn service that I had back in the day? Absolutely. We called ourselves... The Lawn Rangers. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I think that's a brilliant name, Tyke. I don't know how we didn't make it was it successful yeah not really no because oh, we had like one yard and then i fell in love with the lady's daughter that owned the oh, house that's and right. so then i started cutting it for free and that's right you fell in love with the daughter so you didn't charge yeah. them anymore and then uh, my business partner was like hey we can't be doing that <laughs> all right guys enough tomfoolery let's get down to business the game today u.s chain restaurant menu i'm gonna give you the name of an item sold at a restaurant chain and you must then tell me what chain okay guys all righty. Okay. All right, Zoe, we'll start with you, fourth grade teacher. Zoe, the menu item, the Big Mac. McDonald's. That is correct. Where's the bell, Tug? You are kidding me today, buddy. Remember, my son was here yesterday. Don't blame it on your son. He took He's the bell lost somewhere. the bell. Hang on. <laughs> Got to find the bell. There it is. All right. There you go, Zoe. Hey. How dare you, Tug? This is a teacher here, and you didn't give her the full bell. <laughs> Alex from Clean Clippings. The menu item, Whopper. Burger King. Burger King is correct. Zoe, the footlong sub. Subway. Subway is correct. Alex, a Frappuccino. Starbucks. Starbucks is correct. Zoe, where would you find the Frosty? Uh, Wendy's. Wendy's is correct. Alex, the seven-layer burrito. Taco Bell. Taco Bell is correct. Zoe, where would you find the Blizzard? Fairy Queen. Correct. Alex, where would you find the never-ending pasta bowl? Mm, that's a tough one. Salad to go? I can help him out with that. Is that Olive Garden? Olive Garden, the never-ending pasta bowl. <laughs> Zoe, where would you find chick-in strips? chick in strips. Chick in strips. KFC? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. Tig, help her out. I don't know the answer. Well, if you think chick in strips, what's another restaurant that kind of has chick? Chick fil A. Yeah, chick fil A. Oh, uh, no. All right, at this point, we are. Zoe has four. Alex has three. Alex, if you get this one right, you'll tie. Otherwise, Zoe will have defeated you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Alex, where would you find the Grand Slam breakfast? Waffle House. 
Where would you find? What Is that uh, IHOP? No, Tug. Hmm. Oh, Denny's? Denny's. Oh. Denny's. Alex, that was a tough one, buddy. Um, I, be- Man. I believe that Waffle House is the all-star. I see you. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Alex from Clean Clippings, uh, Zoe has defeated you in the 98.5 The Bull Fight, but there's still a glimmer of hope. Zoe, you've got a decision to make. Will you hold on to these tickets to Hardy at the Walmart Amp May 30th, or will you give them to Alex from Clean Clippings? Alex, why should Zoe give you the tickets? Because uh, it's cold outside. All right. Uh, that it's cold outside right now, Zoe. Uh, the show is in May, so it's your call. What do you? What have you decided? Let him. If you're gonna give them to him, say congratulations. If you're not, let him down easy, please. We'll let you take over. I'm so sorry, but school ends in May, and I think that'd be a great way to start off my summer <laughs> to go to this. Well. Alex is speechless. Yeah, we'll be we'll be busy mowing. That's true. Look at that. <laughs> These two are friends for life now. Uh, Alex from Clean Clippings, thank you so much for playing. But you got like four or five plugs for your business, so that's worth at least ten to fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank Zoe, you so much, Alex. Would you guys do me a tremendous Yay! favor and give me three numbers and an animal? Ninety-eight-five. The bull. Morning, it's 98.5 The Bull at 7.54. How would you describe, Ty, I saw somebody in Tulsa Reddit page said, how's the fog this morning? How do you go about describing how the fog is? Is it medium, light? Well, here's what's weird is that um, we work in a building where News on 6 is, and we are right across the street from, like, the skyscrapers, you know, the BOK and all that. I got to work (laughs) yesterday. It was like you couldn't even see them. Look at the live shot on News on 6 right now. Yeah, you're right. They just had a live shot, and there's nothing but fog. Ty claims that he can no longer see any of the skyscrapers in Tulsa Wait, because of the fog. What do you mean I claim? I'm not – you make it sound like I'm lying. I think you're exaggerating the fog a little bit, okay, if I have right. to be honest so with you. And I say that with crap, peace and love. You you say it with uh, viciousness. No, well, it's not vicious, Ty, like but one you day, can't see the buildings. I came to work. This was a couple weeks ago, and I said, I saw a rainbow. And Daniel said, that's bull crap. You can't see a rainbow. And I said, there's a rainbow out there. Then people called and backed me up on it. Well, Tug, we got here at uh, like 5.30 in the morning when it was still dark and you claimed to have seen a rainbow. <laughs> Listen, man, I just have to treat you like, you know, just placate you. I'd be like, yeah, you're right, buddy. <laughs> I did also see that nighttime rainbow. One time I came to work and Daniel said uh, that I stole his pen. And I said, I did not steal your pen. And it turned out another coworker had taken your pen, and mm-hmm. so you need to apologize for that. Right. People called in and said they saw the rainbow. And why would I lie? If I was going to lie about something, it would be a good lie. Tyke, I'm going to placate you I, right now. You're right, man. I went outside earlier. I didn't know where I was. That fog is so thick, you can't even see the road. It looked like they erased the skyline. I sure it did. was so foggy out there. Yeah, I thought and I said, man, am it. I in heaven? Am I just surrounded by clouds? <laughs> you exaggerate. No, I don't. I could not see. And we're not that far from the BOK Tower. I could not see it at all. Not even the bottom, not the top, nothing. Uh, another thing related to all this fog yesterday, uh, our boss, America's boss, Bruce Law, had to take a flight. And uh, I was like, this fog, I would hate to be flying in this fog. And you said it too. You were like, this is not a good time to be flying. Would you take a flight today? Well, yeah, probably. But I wouldn't like, I'm at like a, I got my pilot's license when I was, I don't know, 16 or something. And, you know, fog is challenging for pilots, even more than a thunderstorm because you go around thunderstorms, but fog's just everywhere, right? Yeah, we're just going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got to go. Like, Daniel was on this flight once, and um, 
the airport canceled all the flights except his, and the lady got on the microphone, and what did she say? She goes, I want everybody to feel blessed. We're going to give it a try. <laughs> That's what and you want to hear the word try. Try. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, I would have gone straight to the bar. I would not have gone to the airplane. I don't see, and I want to bring like, up something here after uh, just in here in a few minutes about if you were about to take a flight and a loved one called you and said, I've got a bad feeling about this, would you or would you not still take that flight? I want to kind of uh, get into your mind on that since you do know a lot about aviation. And this is, quite frankly, an aviation town, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. American Airlines. I, I want to see how you guys would weigh in on that certain uh, somebody, predicament. So if somebody called you and said, I don't want you to come see me. I got a bad feeling. Somebody says, flight. do not get on that flight today. Hmm. Are you getting on the flight? It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. We'll get to that in a second. Good morning, guys. Broadcasting live from the Country Radio Central Command Center in the center of the universe. KVOOFM Tulsa. Today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull. Tide's year in uh, aviation and uh, this uh, aviation town. What is this music here you got going? Can we turn it on? Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, you look outside today, this would be a, a a day for flying would be kind of, you'd be a little cautious, right? They would call it IFR, instrument fl- flight rules. So you'd have to, you couldn't look out the window and navigate. I don't know what you just said, but. Uh, <laughs> IFR. <laughs> IFR. IFR. A- anyway, I had to, I was wondering this yesterday. You're, you've got to take a flight. If somebody calls you that morning and they said, hey, listen, I just got a bad feeling. I don't want you to go on that plane today. Are you going to get on the on the flight? Now, before you answer, you've got to take a few things into consideration. Uh, who's who's telling you this? Is that what it's going to come down to? Is the person, or it doesn't matter what somebody says, you're going to take the flight anyway? I'm not like superstitious, so I I would get on the flight, and mm-hmm. I always say everybody gets worried about the airplane. You need to worry about that pilot. Sure, yeah. Pilots are humans, too. They make mistakes just like we all do. The pilots wouldn't. But I I would probably get on the plane. I was thinking about the reason this came up was yesterday our boss, America's boss, Bruce Law, was getting on a plane. America's boss. I don't want to hear that if you're RFRFR. Uh, Was getting (laughs) on the plane, and I wondered if I called that dude before he got on the flight and said, hey, Bruce, listen, and I'm not joking around at all. I'm Listen, Bruce, I'm worried. I don't think you should get on that plane today. I wonder if he would still get on it. And I think it depends on who is the one that calls you and tells you that. Now, if Hoodow from next door, big country, calls me and says, hey, Daniel, don't get on that plane. I, I'm going to get on anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to think if you called me and said, hey, man, listen to me. I don't get these feelings often, but I've got it today. Don't get on that plane no matter what. I'm trying to imagine if I would do it or not. Now, if you were about to get on a plane and I called you and said, Tig, listen, I would never have these feelings, but I woke up today. And I can tell you, don't get on that plane. You called me and said, don't I get on it. I said it, yeah. I'm getting on the plane. You're going to do it anyway? Easily. <laughs> You're crazy, man. Like, that's an insane person. All right. Would you fly with your son if I had said I had a bad premonition? No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. So you want to ask, uh, folks. You've got a flight uh, coming up. You get a call that morning, and it's a, a trusted loved one that says, hey, I got a bad feeling. I don't want you to fly today. Are you going to get on the plane still? Or are you going to delay the flight or cancel it? Or are you just going to fly anyway? 918-879-9898. That's 918-879-9898. Tyg says uh, 
He's not su- superstitious. He'd get on it either way. No. But I am curious, like, how you guys would feel if somebody, like, a very special person in your life said, don't get on that plane. Are you going to heed that warning or, or just jump on it? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel at 816. Hey, good morning, Daniel. You see outside, Tig, there's fog, and uh, if you were going to fly today and you had somebody call you and said, listen, I just got a bad feeling today. I don't think you should get on that plane. I wondered if you would get on it anyway. And you said you're not very superstitious, that you would probably get on the, the plane. Even if I called you and said, hey, man, just something ain't right, don't get on the plane. You said you still do it. If you just had a feeling, yes. no, I would disregard that. Okay. I got a, a couple of other people here. If they called you and said, uh, hey, just I feel like you shouldn't get on the plane. The owner of this company, David Griffin, calls you and mm-hmm. says, just got a feeling, man, I don't think you should get on the plane. Now, this guy is obviously an accomplished, successful businessman, very smart. Would you still get on the plane? Well, I, can I ask a couple questions? Sure, yeah. Does he know, like, the pilot's bad, or does he know the aircraft he is... He just says, I got a feeling about this, buddy, and I don't want you on it. I'm not superstitious, so I'd, I'd jump on it. Okay, so you would disrespect David Griffin against his wishes. <laughs> I hope he's listening. <laughs> um, like, no disrespect. Right. I just A guy you admire, former President Jimmy Carter, mm-hmm. calls you, and he's like, Tiger. My name is Jimmy Carter. I don't think you should get on this plane today. And he's very old, very wise. You know, he's at the end of his life, so he's got nothing to lose. He ain't doing this for no joke or nothing like that. He's Jimmy Carter, former president Jimmy Carter, calls you and says, I don't think you should get on this plane today. If he doesn't have any specific information like the pilot sucks or the plane sucks, I'm jumping on that plane. Getting on it still. All right. So now you disrespected David Griffin and Jimmy Carter. All right, your little son, Matt, calls you and says, Dad, I don't know what it is. I just got a feeling. I'm getting on the plane. All right. So nobody could talk you off of getting on that plane. No, that's crazy. All right. Hey, Angie's with us. Hey, good morning. Hey, I'm good. uh, You're about to get on a plane, and a precious loved one calls and says, Listen, I don't want you flying today. I got a bad, bad feeling. Okay, so Daniel, this is what I think. So it would depend on who it is. I totally agree with you. If it was my mom, anytime she gets like a poo sideways, she's always got a bad feeling about something. And she can say, you can invite her to something two weeks from now, and she'd be like, I think I'm going to be sick. Now, if it was like a (laughs) Wiccan friend, I would be like, oh, hell no, I'm not getting on that flight. All right, so you have a superstitious kind of mind every now and then. A little bit. Well, she said if it was a Wiccan that told her she would not do it. Is that correct? What's a Wiccan? Yeah, like one of those witchy people that, like, see things before they happen or, like, anytime their bad feelings turns into something bad, you know? Like, there's some people that are more uh, spiritual. Maybe they can feel things that others cannot. And so I would totally trust that friend. So in you know, other words, like you and you and you and Ty, you yeah. might be like that person that feels things. So in other words, if your mom, who loves you the most on this whole planet, says to don't get on the plane, you get on it anyway. But if a witch told you that, uh, <laughs> you'd be like, okay, you're right. I'm not getting on it. Yeah, yeah, totally true. Yep. Interesting. Well, I appreciate the call. <laughs> Are there really witches out there? By I actually the way? said Wiccan, not witch. What's a Wiccan? 
like you feel things like spiritual in nature, that type of thing. All right. Okay. Well, what's the difference in a witch and a Wiccan? I think is what he's asking. I have no idea. <laughs> I, a witch can cast spells, right? Oh, you're t- this is news to us. You tell you tell me. I was thinking like somebody that can feel things more. Not people that just felt things whenever, you know, they got something sideways. So you're you're telling me I don't feel things because I'm not a witch? Uh, you, maybe. You don't, don't feel know. things as much as a Wiccan would, Tyke. Don't be silly. Okay. You know exactly what she's saying. <laughs> well, thank you for calling. Uh, let us know if you get any bad feelings, okay? Have a great day. See you now. You too. Bye-bye. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Tyke, what if Jackie Cooper said, hey, now? I don't want you to get on that plane. He says, come on down to Jackie Cooper Nissan. I'll trust Jackie Cooper. I'll hook you up with a uh, Nissan. I'll give you $1,500 more than your trade-in is worth. Mm-hmm. Then what would you say? That sounds like a plan. Daniel's been in a situation where we had a flight out, and he was considering driving. You could do it in a Nissan, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, Nissan from Jackie Cooper Nissan. Much more comfortable. Uh, I felt like I had a fairly new car until I got into yours. Mine's from like 2014, and I thought, ah, oh, this is state of the art. Then I get into Tig's Nissan Maxima, and this thing's heated seats, remote start. If his kid's not buckled up in the back, there's an alarm that glo- goes off. There's something on your uh, rearview mirror that lets you know if there's cars around. I mean, it's really a lot more features than mine has. Yeah, because around Tulsa, I don't know if, you guys obviously know this, but they give you about one second to merge onto a highway. And that feature that tells you if somebody's next to you is, it saved me, really. I told you the time that I was trying to get on the highway and my car starts screaming at me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I would have crashed had that not happened because somebody was stopped on the interstate that I didn't see, but my car saw it, the Nissan Maxima. And you can get yours at Jackie Cooper Nissan. They got the Rogues, the SUVs, low interest rates all over the lot, and they have the largest selection of new Nissans in the entire state right now. Your car makes my car look like uh, that thing they drove around on the Beverly Hillbillies, that old lady sitting in the back <laughs> in the wheelchair. I mean, the uh, rocking chair, excuse me. <laughs> rocking about, chair. About that, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, close to it. Very close. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. last night and donald trump won that uh versus nikki haley by about 10 points or so and uh nikki haley says she's not going to drop out good morning it's 98.5 the bull with tig and daniel she was governor of south carolina and uh she was a very popular governor and i think she's waiting for that primary to come you know for south carolina to see what's going to happen but donald trump he's going to win nevada next and then south carolina later maybe um but donald trump wins that New Hampshire primary last night. He's well on his way to running against Joe Biden for president of the United States. We talked about the uh, primary being on yesterday, and I know nothing about politics, but I went to Buffalo Wild Wings yesterday, and I was wondering if later on that night if they switched some of the televisions over to the New Hampshire primary. (laughs) It's primarily a sports bar, Buffalo Wild Wings, but I'm sure during election night, do you think they put the television on that or just keep it on sports? Well, I don't know. Did you see what they did? I was there. I Listen, buddy, I eat dinner at like 3.30 in the oh, afternoon. Oh, I see. So you weren't there late enough. They still had on like soap operas when, <laughs> when I was in there. I gotcha. So uh, there we go with that. Also, did you see this? That uh, Remember the ice storm? And everybody's like, don't get out unless you have to. But what if your wife is in labor? And you need to get to St. Francis. B- before you do this story, I was wondering that, too. If your wife was, like, due at any second, would is 
I mean, I guess it's crazy to think that you could still just go ahead and go to the hospital before the weather's bad, or hospitals don't work that way. I'm probably very foolish with that. The only thing I can say is that when my wife was pregnant, they said, listen, don't come in here until your contractions are, like, in these intervals. Mm -hmm. And if you show up early, we're going to send you out of here. And sometimes they say if you're dilated. Now, what does dilated mean? I guess that means, like, you're, you're further along in the delivery. But what do you mean? You know, I know what you're doing, Daniel. You're trying to get me to get graphic and stuff. No, I'm not. What does dilated mean? I don't know. Be mature for once. Like, uh, the body is preparing to deliver a baby. I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, gonna... play this story. Yeah, I love this. This is uh, this, this is happened good. in Tulsa. A family coming from Owasso in the ice storm, and then they go, oh, look at this. We can't make it. And my wife is having these contractions. This is a true story. News on 6. Jaden Brannon. Most people go to Quick Trip to gas up, grab a snack, and get ready to hit the road. But one couple found themselves there for different reasons. I think you need to call 911. I, I feel, feel it crowning. I think it's crowning. Landon and Robin Manuel were on the way to the hospital to deliver their baby boy, but they couldn't make it there, and paramedics were slowed down by icy streets. The operator saying, we're, hey, we're at least 20 minutes away, 15. We can't really say we'll get there as quick as possible. That's when the reality hit in, like, that's it, it, probably going to be me. <laughs> so in a quick trip parking lot at 11th Street and 169, Dad stepped in. In the front seat of their car, he used the clothes off his back and welcomed Rowan Manuel into the world. I couldn't wait. We were born in an ice storm and I... Quick trip parking lot. But as Rowan made his way into their arms, Landon noticed the umbilical cord wrapped around his son's neck three times. Uh, as soon as I noticed it, I just stuck the fingers in between the neck and the cord, and he took the he took his first breath like that. Even though the emergency crews weren't there, the couple never felt alone because the dispatchers walked them through the entire parking lot berth. The biggest factor there was someone in the back room, really, as a as a uh, kind of a calming. Uh, someone there just kind of keeping you grounded in uh, reality, you know, hey, I'm here. Uh, that baby gets free QT now, right? At least free taquitos for the first <laughs> year of his life. Or hers. What was it, a boy or a girl? Little boy. Man, um, they sound pretty calm, and I wonder if they were that calm during the delivery in the car. I remember when you had your little son came into this world, Tig, you scared me to death. But and I was also, in a hospital. You were also terrified. You yes. had some complications. This Ty had gone through uh, all this Lamaze with his wife and everything, and then all hell broke loose in the delivery room. And it was it was brutal. <laughs> I mean, it's so brutal that we decided not to have another kid. <laughs> like literally, that's true. Oh my gosh, goodness gracious! Yeah, this scares me too. Uh, when you th when you think about these kind of things that could go wrong in the deliveries, but thank goodness, baby, mom and dad are fine. I've got another story here, another situation. Wisconsin woman ended up giving birth to her child in the parking lot of a McDonald's during a winter storm. Here are the parents, along with the firefighter who helped deliver Micah uh, into the world. We're driving, then her mom is driving behind us, and we're probably five minutes down the road. Right here is where the baby was born, right in the trunk. She was crowning. They showed up and they ran in and kind of saved the day. It hit me like halfway through and I just kind of laid my head back in the trunk and I was like, I'm having my baby at McDonald's. <laughs> this cannot be real. Unfortunately, in this field, we see a lot of people leaving this earth and it was nice to see the other side of it. Help somebody deliver their child, which I think is super cool. I didn't think about that for first responders. They often have to see people kind of at the end, but uh, here, seeing little Micah born right in the McDonald's yeah. parking lot. Pretty cool. Uh, also, was, Micah should get free McDonald's, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was conceived in McDonald's parking lot, not born there. 
Do you think they'll name uh, Micah after the firefighter or the or Grimace? Well, they it's already well, Micah got a name, Grimace. Right? Yeah, the kid. It. Well, way to go, the buddy. little baby. Uh, uh, how about this? This is kind of going viral here. A guy in Miami went on a first date at a restaurant with a woman he asked out on Tinder. And the bill comes. He says, I'd like to split the bill. She doesn't like that. And they continue to argue about it in his car. See what you think about this. Why are you splitting the bill? Well, I mean, it's our first date, so I thought we should maybe go hot. I can't believe you made us split the bill. I mean, you ordered an appetizer that I didn't even touch. Why do you think that I should pay for it? Okay, but you asked me out. I know, but you ordered something that I didn't. You asked me out. All right. I'll just take you home. All right, see ya. Bye. I almost feel like that could be staged because I agree with her. If it you, sounds uh, so weird. If yeah. you invite somebody out, I think you should probably be the one paying. But what's throwing me off about this whole thing is that they met on Tinder. You don't go to somebody's house and pick them up if you meet them on Tinder. You meet them out already. Am I right? Yeah, it sounds fishy to me. I mean, the way the guy responded, maybe that was like just to get some clicks or something yeah and then also you don't uh you don't pick them up and then you don't you can't secretly record your date in the car that ain't right have you had a bad first date before me yeah oh god yes because <laughs> of you no no i'll just you know everybody ty claims he's never had a bad date before which i don't I never had that in my life i never have okay it's also the 40th anniversary of the macintosh computer did you have one of these growing up? Mm-hmm. You said your dad brought home the old Commodore once. That was the computers programmed by Lionel Richie. <laughs> yeah, from the Commodores. That's mm-hmm. right. What is a Commodore computer? Well, you're drifting off. What's happened? What's like my, the, Ty, hold like, on. I want you're, you're deep in thought. What's happened? You heard that story, and you were thinking about Well, I thought you were going to play a clip because you had a clip earlier. Of, of the, the Macintosh? Yeah. No. It was okay. no good. Okay. So I was waiting on the clip. I wasn't mm. drifting off. But the Commodore was the first computer that I remember where people could get it in their house. And uh, that thing sucked. Could <laughs> get it in their house. You're right. A computer used to be, back in the day, several rooms of equipment. Yeah. Listen, this is a fun fact about Tig. He got that com- Commodore and learned how to do HTTP, that whatever that computer language is. Like, you could actually program it. Program it. Yes. And you could right now be a billionaire had you continued doing that. But my mom wanted me to play the trombone. Mm-hmm. And so she got to be away from computer technology. And, uh, you know, I could have been Elon Musk. You could have been somebody. But my mom wanted me to play the trombone. And I sucked at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you ever call her and be like, hey, uh, you cost me my fortune? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you could be Jeff Bezos now. <laughs> I know, but, uh, you know, I had to play the slide trombone, and I was I stunk at that, and uh, here I am working with Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. So Daniel goes around the office and he offers a $20 bet to folks, mostly me, but it will be things like, Tig, if you can make this uh, basketball goal, you know, if you can get that, 20 bucks. If you can throw this baseball in some direction, 20 bucks. And yesterday, because Tulsa Public was closed, my son came to work, and you offered him a $20 bet. I said, but there's if, some controversy. I said, if you can throw a foam baseball through this ring light that people use for TikTok, I'll give you $20. And we were there when it happened. He didn't make it through. 
But then you got home last night and you rewatched the TikTok and you say, Dad, come it looks like he did make it through. Well, he claims. He said, the first throw, Dad, I got it through. That's what he said. And I said, no. And then I watched the video of my son throwing the baseball through the ring light. Li- ring light. And uh, it looks like it did go through. And he swears up and down. He's like, Dad, I didn't miss it. I got it through the ring light. You guys missed it. Daniel owes me 20 bucks. And so it's on the Bull Tulsa TikTok. And everybody so far is saying, Daniel, the comments. Not everybody, but 90% of the comments. uh, I mean, the whole country could be debating this in a day or two here because that's how close it looks. 90% of the people in the comments say he made it. I'm here to tell you he didn't. Mm -hmm. Uh, One or two people in the comments did agree with me that he didn't make it. And here's my biggest piece of evidence, because I've watched this thing now like 100 times thanks to uh, the controversy. I've watched it like that JFK film. The Zapruder film. Right. Yeah. Um, You were there. And what you say after that first throw that people are claiming that he got through, here's what you say. I've got some audio here of the TikTok. (laughs) Three chances. Take your time. (laughs) Ooh, pretty close. You said, ooh, pretty Whoa. close. That tells me right there that he didn't make it the, the first time. Give you $20. You get three chances, take your time. But from my perspective, maybe I missed it. It's like an umpire trying to call balls and strikes. You think it's not a strike, but maybe it really was. Yeah, but man, uh, this was what, 20, was it even 20 feet? You could clearly see if the ball went through or not. Some people have uh, already on TikTok slowed it down in slow motion. Other people have broken it down frame by frame. And they say, some people say he got it. Some people say he missed it. But you can go check out yeah. this video now. The Bull Tulsa on TikTok. Right. 90% of people are saying it went through. What do you think? Are you trying to fleece an eight-year-old? Are you, like, you offered him $20 to throw it through the uh, the light. Mm-hmm. The, the ring light. Or whatever. The ring light, Yes. Is there any chance you just don't want to pay up? No. I would never fleece a child on camera. <laughs> but, and, I, you know, me and you are the same. Like, we've bet before, and uh, Tyke and I, if we make a bet, we, we pay that bet, right? Yeah, we always have. So. Um, but you can see this video. It's the Bull Tulsa TikTok. And see what you think. Look at the first throw my son made. It's easy to watch. It's the first part of it. And see if he uh, made it. <laughs> like you don't you have go. to wait like ten minutes to get to it. It's well, right. It's only the a bat. forty second thing to begin with. Yeah. So anyway, it's uh, ninety eight five the bull. See if Daniel owes my son twenty bucks. Good morning, it's Tig and Daniel. Ninety eight five the bull with Tig and good morning to you, Daniel. Earlier today, we were talking about this uh, debate about the guy that asked the lady out on Tinder, and uh, then they had to split the bill. I've got just a quick clip here to kind of refresh your memory. Why are they splitting the bill? Well, I mean. It's our first date, so I thought we should maybe go hot. I can't believe you made us split the bill. I mean, you ordered an appetizer that I didn't even touch. Why do you think that I should pay for it? Okay, but you asked me out. So they go on to argue about that. And the more fascinating thing to me about this situation is in the second part of the video, he secretly recorded her in the car as he's driving her home. Mm Mm-hmm. Whenever you go out and you meet somebody on Tinder, you don't, they don't pick you up. That would, I bet you 99% of people that meet people on dating apps don't allow them to pick them up from their home the so very you'll, first time. You'll meet at the restaurant or something like that. Right. I remember the very early 2000s, looking back on it, it makes me cringe a little bit because I wanted to ask this girl out, and I did. And where did I ask her to go on the first date? 
to go hiking in the state park. <laughs> so now murder looking, is imminent. Looking back on it, I was a little surprised that she accepted, and I'm a little surprised that I even asked. But I guess she knew me a little bit better because we had class together, mm-hmm. you know, for like a semester. Yeah. But I'd imagine, what do you think would be the worst places to go for a very first date? Hiking in the woods, obviously got to be top yeah, going five. Going to a forest would be uh, way mm-hmm. on up there. Where else would be, like, super bad? I mean, I think that's probably the worst. You think that would be the worst? Yeah, the, nothing good happens in the woods. That's where you hide bodies and things, right? Well, that's not where I hide by. I don't hide bodies. I think another maybe bad place to be would be a, uh, what's that hill that overlooks Tulsa that people talk about? It's so romantic. Is it? Is that Chandler Park up there where you can go park up there and it overlooks the city? I guess what I'm saying, abandoned road or uh, right. somewhere like the dam. That would be kind of tough. How about over on Riverside, that tunnel that goes underneath into the sewers? Probably oh, third, that would be a tough place to go. Probably third worst place to go on a date. Yeah. Where else would be a terrible place to go? Here in Tulsa, um, the river in general. Just to the river? Yeah. Like, let's <laughs> just, go to the river. Meet me at the river. <laughs> like, that sounds like a bad idea. But uh, so now with Tinder and stuff, I guess, like you said, most people, they meet at the place. I would be sure. We would think, right? I think I think for everybody that got married very early on, are you guys sometimes like, man, I wish I could have dabbled with Tinder a little bit. I would wish I could have that experience. Well, I actually, uh, I might be one of the last people that just met my wife by walking up to her. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and back then, if you ask somebody, how did you meet your girlfriend? And you said the internet, I was weird. Now it's, it's almost weird if you don't meet them right. on the internet, right? And I know that you're very happily married now. Do you wish or do you hate that you missed that opportunity to dabble in online dating? Well, when I talk to people and we have coworkers that are good friends of ours and some of them are single and they say it's a hellish nightmare, the internet dating. Like guys want one thing. Um, they hit you up in the middle of the night and they send things that you don't want to see. It sounds like a total disaster. It sounds like I think we could put it into two categories. It sounds like a total disaster for women. Dudes, you never hear dudes complaining about uh, online like dating. Yeah, you never hear every, guys like all sitting around together at the bar going like, man, they only want one thing. We're the problem. It's the dudes. It always is the dudes. I mean, like, you know, sometimes I'm ashamed because even back before social media and stuff, you know, you and I would go out to bars and there was like always some old guy trying to pick up some 25 year old. It was like really like disgusting and pathetic and had gum tug. What? I mean, I felt sorry for the ladies that they were had to endure that, you know, and I felt bad being a guy, even though I didn't do anything wrong. So I don't know. I mean, this internet dating stuff is fine. Like, great. God bless you. I don't think I'd be very good at it, but used to, we would have to walk up to you in a bar and introduce ourselves and say, hello. Now guys can just send a hundred DMs out. And see if anything clicks. Cast a net. You know, just cast a net. <laughs> Used to, you know, you couldn't cast a net. You didn't have that kind of time. You had to go up and walk up to her. And so it's different. I'm not I'm not being uh, critical of it. It's just a different world. I mean, I remember going to bars and walking up to a lady, and then she would be like, blow me off. And I had to take that rejection publicly. You know? <laughs> like, I didn't just get to send a DM that didn't get responded to. I had to endure that, you know?
Yes, so. I had to endure the great challenge of walking up to somebody. <laughs> you make it sound like you wandered through the desert for 40 years. <laughs> I had to walk all the way up to somebody. Come on, it's intimidating oh, how far, to walk Grandpa? up. Four to five steps. It wasn't the walk. It was the... The rejection. The risk of getting yes, rejected to yes, your face. Yes, Okay, and that makes sense. Rejection probably hurts less now because it's just like on the internet. Nobody knows. Yeah. Back then, everybody saw you go down <laughs> in flames. <laughs> the Tiger Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture.